0: Our text for this evening's sermon is taken from the Epistle lesson with special emphasis on the following words, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, what were you thinking? We typically ask this question of someone who has said or done something foolish. What were you thinking? Someone whose thinking has been sabotaged by disinformation or disturbed by being hurt by what others have said and done. Such thinking often plays repeatedly in one's mind as a, like a bad movie on a loop. Over and over and over again, you think about these horrible things that have happened, whether to others or to you, or whether you've done them yourselves. This evening, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, the Apostle Paul directs us to the words and deeds that ultimately emanate not from us, but from God and Christ. And he presents this as the antidote to the thinking of a fallen humanity. Think about these things, he says, for the thinking that comes from the evil within us or that is shaped and formed by the evil around us, quite frankly, makes us anxious and depressed as it distorts and robs us of the joy and contentment that comes from God and Christ, the God who created us and who loved us to death, even death on a cross. This thinking that comes from within us and outside of us in this fallen world, it literally consumes us. It leaves us empty, broken, and despairing. It causes us to be bitter, to cancel each other, not to be around each other anymore, to isolate ourselves. That's what happens with this way of thinking. And we witness it every single day, don't we? The apostle Paul, a fallen human being himself, understood this fallen way of thinking as he faced physical troubles, opposition, imprisonment, and suffering. And so do you. You think about how others have hurt you by what they have said or done, how they weren't there for you when you needed them. You think about your own failings, how you have let others down in exactly the same way. You turn on your TV or go online and. You witness the horrors, the horrors of war in the Ukraine or the Middle East. You see things that you really don't want to see. How horrific humanity can be. How we human beings can hurt one another in devastating ways. You think about the corruption of many politicians. You think about how crime is out of control. How children are being used and abused by adults. And how the only answer the world seems to have is to destroy. Destroy those who hurt you. Or even to destroy Those with whom you have a different opinion, who disagree with you. We think about these things. You think about these things. And you lose hope, don't you? You become anxious and fall into despair. This is nothing new. The Apostle Paul lived in this same kind of world with, quite frankly, the same kind of issues we face in this, the 21st century. Yet amid our troubles and the evils of a fallen world, the Apostle Paul boldly says this, quote, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Talk to God about it. Crow to Him. Quite frankly, He's the only one who can fix it. Or as the hymn writer says, take it to the Lord in prayer. Talk to Him. He hears you. He knows your voice. He knows your name. In other words, don't look, don't look within yourself for help, or even to the people of a fallen humanity. Rather, access the things of God, his things, the things of his spirit, the fruit of his spirit. For example, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You have access to these things, and so do I. Why do we turn our back on them? Why do we keep returning to ourselves and a fallen world like a dog returns to his vomit? Look outside to yourself. To the God who created you when you didn't exist. Life and new life comes from outside of you. From the God who created you and redeemed you. By accessing his gifts that come to us through his word. The peace of God, the Apostle Paul reminds us. Which surpasses all understanding, all that's going on. It will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus he will guard you and protect you. Do you know that when God put his name on you that meant that if anyone's going to mess with you, they got to mess with him. And no one messes with him. Not even death can mess with him. He rose from the dead with witnesses. He comes by his spirit at work through his word as he has promised. What he says, he does. He is in our midst. To give us the antidote to everything that's wrong with ourselves and this fallen world. That's why the Apostle Paul says, think about these things. Think about these things that God in Christ loves you when no one else does. He loves you when you're at your worst, when you're unlovable. And he will always love you. You see, he was sent into the world not by some boss. He was sent into the world by our Father. And our Father in heaven will always love you, no matter what the horrific things you might do. To be sure, he's mortified by those things but he doesn't give up on you. He sends his son to restore your your humanity and mine. The Apostle Paul says, whatever is true, think about this. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Whatever is honorable, nothing more honorable than what God and Christ has done for us. Whatever is just, Totally innocent. No sin in thought, word, or deed. He's just. He always does what's right. Every single time. Whatever is pure. No one is pure. Except God in Christ. The sinless Son of Man. Who comes to give us His... It's a little loud. Who comes to give us His saintliness. His goodness. To make it ours whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, whatever is excellent or worthy of praise, these things are all about Jesus, the man, the human being as we were meant to be. Think about what he does for all of us fallen human beings. All of us who have broken every commandment, whether it be in thought, word, and, or deed, he clothes us with his goodness, with his perfection, with his life that conquers death. What you have learned, the Apostle Paul says, and heard and seen in me. Practice these things. See, the word of God was bearing fruit in his life. The word of God never returns empty. It always does what it says. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. You'll be an instrument of his peace, of his love and his care. For as we heard from our Old Testament lesson, man does not live by bread alone. But man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of God. As the Lord says through the prophet Isaiah, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It will not return empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and it shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. And it does every single time. The preceding verse to our text, in it the Apostle Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always, always. I say it again rejoice and he says the lord is at hand in other words he hasn't left he's never going to leave you nor forsake you the lord is here as he has promised as we gather in his name to hear his word as he bodies and bloods us together with him and one another through the forgiveness of sins The Apostle Paul is giving us a better way of thinking, isn't he? Giving us to think from not our own fallen perspective, but from the perspective of the God who created us and redeemed us. Not our way of thinking, but Jesus' way of thinking. A way of thinking that leads us to be thankful, not bitter, that transcends the things of this world. A way that lasts because it is a thankfulness that doesn't come and go like the things of this world. It it doesn't change. It's eternal. It's risen from the dead. It is in Jesus. So that we can say today as we celebrate Thanksgiving and every day, with Moses and the people of Israel, with the psalmist, with Paul and the Philippian Christians, with the leper that Jesus healed, with Christians through the ages, with those Christians already with the Lord in glory, all of us together, one holy Christian church, united in Christ with one voice, wherever you are, however you are, proclaiming in faith. Go give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Think about these things. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.